Well, the WASDE report came out the other day, not only for U.S. crops, but for global stocks as well as all of the focus that has been a part of the trade here recently on South America. Talking with Dr. Michael Cordonier, Soybean and Corn Advisor.com, considered by many as the foremost authority on South American soybean and corn production. Dr. Cordonier, this report came out the other day, and the conversation about South America recently has been really focused on what? And the U.S. market is reacted by chasing headlines about rain one day and hot, dry drought conditions the right, next. Right, exactly. Did the WASDE report accurately assess the losses that we've been hearing so much about? Well, they went part way to assessing the losses. For example, the Brazilian soybean crop, they actually raised it 1 million tons. But for the soybean crop in Argentina, they trimmed 4 million off the soybeans in Argentina. And they trimmed 3 million off of the corn in Argentina. And that's the situation. The weather in Argentina continues to be hot and dry. They only been getting partial rainfall and not enough to recharge the soil moisture. Uh, temperatures have been above normal. About two weeks ago, here was really above normal. It's just a problem in Argentina, and the forecast does not look all that much better. And if you just look at Argentina, the acreage and, and planting things, as of last Thursday, the soybeans are 82% planted, and the corn was 70% planted. And look at the condition of the crops in Argentina. Uh, the soybeans were only 8% rated good to excellent. Wow. And the corn was only 13% rated good to excellent. <laughs> The problem for the soybeans, you know, they're photoperiodic, so they have a limited planting window. And generally, most people think this week is the end of the planting window for soybeans in Argentina. So anything planted after this week would be very, very risky. So I don't think they get all the acres planted for soybeans in Argentina. Mm. Now, some folks thought they might switch some soybean acres over to corn, but that's only going to happen if they get good rainfall here between now and the end of the month. Yeah. Because you're not going to plant expensive corn in hot and dry soil <laughs> if there's no rain in the forecast. Yeah. To that point, one of the things that you and I talked about last time we spoke was about maybe a, a disconnect in terms of what people in the U.S. were thinking about the South American crops. And you pointed something out that was really critical for people to remember, and that is they planted a lot more acres this year in both Argentina and in Brazil. But now we're looking at Chinese demand, the sizable crops in South America would suggest lower demand for U.S. corn and soybeans. Yes, and especially for corn. Brazil and China signed agreements to uh, allow corn to be exported from Brazil to China for the first time ever. And when the Ukraine war started, China was getting a lot of its corn from Ukraine. Then they said, oh, this is a big problem. Mm -hmm. So they immediately went to Brazil signed phytosanitary agreements, and Brazil is now exporting corn to China for the first time. Maybe a million or two tons for 2022, but in 2023, it might be up to 5 million tons. Wow. And Brazil and China, they also signed other agreements to fortify their relationship, not just with agricultural commodities. Brazil's the biggest exporter of iron ore, and China's the biggest importer of iron ore. So Match made in it, heaven. <laughs> Exactly right. So they're increasing their trade between both countries. One of the other things, the prices that we're seeing now for U.S. commodities, both soybeans and corn, and looking at those prices, and with the WASDE report, it doesn't look like they're going to change all that much. In fact, it 
could be perceived as uh, bullish for U.S. corn and soybeans. But is the U.S. market for corn and soybeans overpriced at this point, based on yeah. what we're talking about with regard to the relationship between Brazil and China? Yeah, I think they are. But, you know, the response to the WASD report, the corn was up about 16, 17 cents, up to about 6.72. And soybeans are up about 23 cents, like 15.38. And at that ratio, I think that favors corn acreage for the next growing season. But I I do agree it might be a little bit overpriced, but here's what the, I think the market is thinking, that all the estimates in South America have been coming down now for the last couple of months. And CONAB, the Brazilian government, just came out and they lowered both corn and soybean production in Brazil. And everybody's lowering their estimates in Argentina. So, yes, South America will produce a record soybean crop, but it's less than what was expected for this year. And it might get worse going forward. And I think it will get worse, especially in Argentina. <laughs> So, yeah, it's a big crop, but not as big as what we thought. And I think that's what's supporting the market. Mm. Still, boy, it looks like uh, soybeans over $15 is just not something that is sustainable, given all of the things you're talking about right now. If I'm not mistaken, that $15 at the end of 2022 was a record high number for the end of the year. So, yeah, it's, it's really good. Is it sustainable? We'll see. Now, for the last crop here in the United States, the USDA had like a split decision. They increased the corn yield one bushel, but they lowered the soybean yield seven-tenths of a bushel. So the production here was trimmed for both corn and soybeans for last year, but so were exports. So the carryovers actually went down a little bit. Uh, for both corn and soybeans. So it's kind of a mixed bag, but our stocks use ratios are low. Carryovers are low. We still have you know, weather problems in South America. Who knows what happens here in North America and in Europe this coming year. And Ukraine, I think Ukraine is going to have a disappointing, well, who knows, but I think a disappointing corn crop, at least in Ukraine because of the war. And so there's just so many uncertainties. And when there's a lot of uncertainties, market response. Yeah. Dr. Michael Cordonier, SoybeanAndCornAdvisor.com. I highly recommend that you go to the site and check out some of the postings that they have there. Always some very good stuff. Dr. Cordonier, thanks so much for your insights. Sure, anytime, no problem. Podcasts by Federated Media.